wake up. Stop slurping your coffee. That's how you're supposed to drink coffee. get started welcome back to the podcast and we're back <laughs> wow it's uh sunday june 20th yeah it's father's day father's happy father's day. day babe you awake babe i'm awake it's uh it's actually guys it's uh 1 p.m <laughs> in the afternoon we have santiago the newest member of the family right behind us sleeping me, in his I swing take a sip of water we've been in uh Baby bliss, postpartumness, dude, for almost two weeks now. It's been crazy. Yeah, it's uh, I really wanted to sit down and record this podcast episode Oops. within the first two weeks. Yeah, we got close. It's been like three. No, no it's been two, babe. It's Tuesday. It's been two weeks, but I have three weeks since we recorded an episode. <clears throat> yeah, that so. last week of pregnancy was was a rough one. Yeah. Um, but today we wanted to to talk about our birth story. And story everything. time. Yeah. A lot of people have asked, and I was like, you know what? Let's just re- sit down and record a podcast. It's people so make, easier. I see people make like Instagram posts, <laughs> Facebook posts, and they kind of explain the process they went Quickly. and talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to break it down? Yeah. I just, <clears throat> I just like to have a little bit of a space to just talk about it and, yeah. and add more than 150 characters that you could fit into a post. <laughs> really doesn't sum it up. And I think it's, to me, it was such like a beautiful, like expansive experience. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Let's talk about it. Um, but to, to start, he was born. Our dog is just disrupting us right now. He's worse than our now. baby. <laughs> He's <Baby's> sleeping. <laughs> um, Santiago was born on June 8th. So two, this Tuesday will be exactly two weeks. So in two more days. Um, he was born on June 8th. He was... I was 40 weeks in four days. Yeah. And man, like, my due date was on a Saturday and starting, like... Thursday. Oh, are we doing story time already? Yeah. Let's call it. Jumping right in. Story time. <laughs> Nothing about how our past two weeks were because we're about to talk yeah. about it. So let's get into it. So when was his original due date? So he was due, he was due June 5th and that was on a Saturday. And I think it was starting on like that Thursday is when I started to kind of like, especially that Friday, like just mentally was like, what in the heck? Like, yeah, I don't know what it was. It's I like think a feeling of desperation. <laughs> yeah. I think because I had it in my mind that I would have him early, yeah. or they say the second comes sooner than the first. No, no. Well, Alex was born like four days early, yeah. so I was like, oh, he'll for sure be here early, and that was so mentally in my head that it really messed me up. Yeah, and I was going to say, not only that, but you were getting <laughs> cramps, you were getting all these weird, like, Googling every symptom. <laughs> yeah. Does this mean the baby's coming in my labor? Yeah. Like, you were just getting, every day, it was just like the same thing over It was and over like again. that last week, really, maybe even two weeks. Yeah. Where it was like, I was getting all the things. Like, I had lost my mucus plug two weeks mm-hmm. before he was born. Yeah. And with Alex, when I lost my mucus plug... I had him within 48 hours. So when that happened to Serena, <laughs> she went and got a prenatal massage, which supposedly helps induce labor. She went and got acupuncture, acupuncture. which is supposedly helps induce labor. She went to a chiropractor. And it wasn't like inducing, yes, but it's just like it's considered like natural, natural labor yeah, encouragement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, because a lot of people are like, why would you try to rush your baby yeah. out? And I'm like, no, like if anything, I'm like aligning my body and my hormones and my pelvis and all yeah. the great things. You're encouraging it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm encouraging. I'm helping myself out. But yeah, we did all the things. And I had like one night where I woke up in really bad pain. I remember that. Having yeah. cramps. Mm-hmm. I started panicking. And so I realized like, oh my God, I'm so scared to have this child. Yeah. But you didn't wake me up. 
No, I, mean, I didn't. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you yeah. me up. Yeah. You kind of just like, you sat there. I was a little, I was in the bathroom like, holy shit, this hurts. Oh, man. And it hurt for about four hours and then I went back to bed and it was still like two more weeks until he was born. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was like all the things. So all the things are happening. And so I think like first and foremost to anyone watching this who maybe has their first kid, hasn't had their second yet. It's so bulk. Like we really don't know. There's they don't. no. There's no rhyme or rhythm. They you, don't know the day you conceived, unless you could guess, unless you had sex like one time. Yeah. Then they could, then you could probably guess. Exactly. That's the only time that would happen. So, so they don't know So your due when. date is genuinely a guesstimate. It's a guess, yeah. And, and not even just that, like, you know, there's all these things, like your second comes faster and sooner and earlier and blah, 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 all this it's stuff. Wild, and, dude. and you pay so much mind to it. And all it does is mentally, like, affect you. Yeah. And so... Especially you, because yeah. I feel like you were just so ready to have the baby and just be done yeah. and over with that process. Like, yeah. it was a long nine months. Like, it felt like 15 months to you, you know? I always say I'm super grateful I have, like, a healthy body and I can carry my babies to term and, like, all of that is, like, so grateful. And at the same time, my body, I just don't jive with pregnancy. Like, Dude, it's yeah. rough. It's hard. Every second of it is, like... It's funny because people will message me on like Instagram. They're like, you have so much energy and like, I don't know how you do it. And they're pregnant too. And I'm like, just because I record like a 10 second clip on Instagram, you didn't (laughs) see me for the other. Lay back down right after. (laughs) (laughs) I got up, got dressed, recorded that clip and went back to bed. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, so that happened. So, um, what actually happened, what ended up happening was, I think it was like that Friday. So my due date was on Saturday. Friday, I kind of started checking out, stopped talking to people, like yeah. wasn't on social media. It was just like, I'm just like, I can't do this. Like I was so done. It was really mentally exhausting and physically. And so Saturday came and went. I could not believe I didn't have him. And then it was, so what, Monday morning yeah, um, around like 7 a.m., yep. <clears throat> I got up to use the bathroom Oh, no. Actually, I got up to use the bathroom, got back in bed, and I was laying down, and I felt, like, a little wet between my legs, and I I genuinely, like, didn't. I was like, am I sweating or something? Like, literally didn't think about it too much. You're having all these symptoms by this point, right? Yeah. And, um... I mean, I was there. But then I turned... Just kidding. And... You're so stupid. (laughs) I was like, huh? Jerome was still sleeping. Yeah. Um, I turned to lay the other way and get more comfy... And I was like, that's a little weird. And so I got up and went to the bathroom and I was like, I pulled my underwear down and they were like all white, which is your water. I mean, this is for women. Come on. Who's (laughs) listening to this right now? Um, Me being immature. But they were like white. (laughs) And, but it was like, it was like a balloon and exploded in my pants. Yeah. (laughs) So I was like, um, babe, like from the bathroom. And I was like, I think my water broke. I'm like, what? That's so cool. Yeah. What did you do then? (laughs) Nothing. You kind of went in your head a lot. Yeah. I started doing like, I was like, oh damn. Like, well, I I wasn't because at first I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like that doesn't mean anything. Like in my head, I was like, that doesn't mean anything. (laughs) But then you were like, I texted her a doula and she said that we should have like my family come over to watch Alex. I texted her from the toilet. I was like, I think my water just broke. Yeah. And she goes, okay, cool. She goes, that definitely means you should 
call your mother-in-law, call the hospital. Yeah. She's, you know, so like, when, get everything going. So when you going. relayed that message to me, I was like, oh, that's when I was like, oh, shit. And, like, immediately, like, usually I need coffee to get up. I wait, like, an hour, and then I'm, like, really awake. Dude, that got me up super quick. I was like, oh, shit. I, like, walked in, got dressed, got back out. I was like, babe, you good? You're like, yeah. And I started just doing everything. Started cleaning. I was like, my mom and sister coming over. Gotta get everything ready. And they're, like, three started, hours away. I started packing your shit. Like, I started grabbing the bags, what she need, what she didn't need. <laughs> like, put it in the car. Like, put it downstairs. He cleaned like the house he did the dishes so he went funny. in our back patio and picked up the dog's dog poop, poop yeah. <laughs> i'm like what are you doing i was freaking out dude. i was like gotta make sure it's clean for my family too he was really quiet though you were really quiet yeah and i started recording we have videos i recorded a video me and alex yeah. actually and we got jerome in there but jerome you were very quiet i was really nervous yeah you're like, like really more in nervous your head. than i thought yeah, that's yeah, interesting. The whole time I was like, yeah, I'll be fine, I'll be fine. And then when it happens, of course, you're just hella nervous. Yeah. Well, his family was, his his mom and sister, were they live about three hours away combined. And so they had to drive here. So um, I called the hospital. I called the hospital and they make it seem very urgent. Like, oh, your water broke. Yeah. Like, they're like, okay, cool. So when can you be here? And keep in mind, we were trying to do a, a, as little as we could with medical intervention. Yeah, we which wanted is funny. to we'll get into that later too. Yeah, we wanted <laughs> to birth like labor at home as long as possible. Exactly. And so they're like, when can you be here? And like all the things. And I'm like, um, you know, like maybe in like three hours, like our child care is coming. They're like, okay, cool. So they had a room put aside for us for like when we get there. I guess they have just note of it. Like, yeah, sure for their availability. Like and so they asked you to like call ahead just so they know and they have a heads up and they have space. Um, so then let's see from there, your family got here at like 11. Yeah, they were 19. pretty fast. It was like 10, 30, 11, yeah. yeah. flew by. They got here super fast, and we're just kind of like, I was on my ball. My we were getting small uh, contractions, like, yeah, just really I started light, getting them, Which yep. is pretty exciting. Like, that's when yeah. I kind of was like, oh, my God, like, it's really going to happen. It's happening. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know if this is true, but usually when you're water break, doesn't labor happen really fast? That's Isn't what they that say, thing? like, at least within 24 hours. But every, like, positive, unmedicated birth story we read is, like, my water broke and I went into labor three hours later or four hours later the baby was born. Yeah. Maybe max, maybe like six, seven hours. Like people were just like, ah. And with Alex, my water actually didn't break. Yeah. I, um, they broke my water as I was in labor already. Yeah. So that was just so different. Mm. And then, um, so yeah, so we were, I was like using my birthing ball. My doula said to um do the hundred mile circuit again, which is like a series of three different poses. You said hunter? Hundred. Hundred. One hundred mile circuit. Okay. And so we did those. Yeah. We did them on the couch. Um oh we were doing spinning babies. Yeah. That's what we did. We were doing spinning yeah, you did babies. Some little moves. Poses yeah. For a couple minutes. I think the the idea of spinning babies is to help you make sure the baby's in the right position and um to like keep your labor progressing. Yes. So she said, she was like, what are you doing? And I said, oh, you know, mind you, we're doing hypnobirthing. So I was like, I'm going to put my hypnosis on and start listening to it. And if you don't know about like hypnobabies or hypnobirthing, um, actually we did hypnobabies technically. And you basically listen to hypnosis. It helps a lot. Highly, highly recommend. Whether you go medicated or unmedicated, it doesn't matter. It just helps you mentally get through whatever you're going through. Yeah. Um, but I was like, I'm going to put it on and start listening to it. And she said, well, first make sure you do the spinning baby's moves and then lay down to help my body progress. Cause once you lay down, like your body's, you know, you're laying down. So you don't, the movement is what progresses your labor. 
Anyway, so we did those moves. Jerome helped me. And then I was listening to my hypnosis. Your family arrived. We had very calm vibes in our house. We had um, hypnosis, like, audio track. There was no words. Almost like a frequency thing. Yeah. Like, uh, um, what is it called? The waves, the binary beats. Yeah. We had those playing, like, out loud. Just kind of keeping the mood of calm. Very mellow. Mellow. Like, very tuned in. Not, you know talking and doing all the things. Um, I had one earphone in my ear so I could like listen to my hypnosis affirmations and, um, and then also talk to you guys a little bit. Yeah. And so every time I would have a contraction, which we were calling pressure waves, kind of take the contractions is like, it literally means to tense up. Yeah. So pressure waves just reminds you to relax, to relax. So every time I would have one, you guys would all just be quiet. Yeah. And we stayed home for a long time. Yeah, so we stayed home till like around four, three I want to say it was like three. It was three. Yeah. yeah. We were out the door like 3.30. I was kind of like, okay, like, you know, when should we go? And then I started feeling them. I don't know how close they got. Within mm. probably like 10 minutes. I think I, I had one of the apps and I think I'll pull up the app right now. Yeah. It doesn't have the time on it, but I can just tell people what it was because I actually liked it a lot. Yeah. Jerome downloaded an app that tells you when to go to the hospital. It was called, it's actually just called Contractions. Oh, really? Yeah. Let me see if it has, yeah, it's just Contractions. And yeah. It has like this flowery kind of nice, real nice interface. And it would play music for you, like like beach waves. Yeah, he would time my contractions and like beach waves would come on. Yeah, but it was also cool because then it tells you when you should go to the hospital. Yeah. And then you got it like twice, maybe that it said Mm -hmm. that. But even, you didn't pay attention to it, but even like it's instinctually, you felt like, hey, it's time. Yeah, that was one super cool thing is like, I feel like my instincts were very there, which was awesome. But I was finally like, okay, you know, I think, I think we're there. I think it's time. I wanted to get to the hospital where we live about 15 minutes 15, away. 20 minutes tops. Yeah. With traffic, maybe. Um, I wanted to get there, get through triage, get situated, get in our room before it all started happening. Thing, yeah. yeah. So, I just um, want to say the car right there, dude, was like, it was so weird to me because I was like, yeah. I didn't take the freeway. Mm. Um, I drove on all the streets. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't even realize <laughs> I was that. like, car accidents at home, maybe I'm nervous. Oh my God. And then uh, I just remember thinking when we were on the car right there, I was like, dude, on our way back, we're going to have a baby. Like I kept That's thinking, crazy, I was like, yeah. when we leave this hospital, we'll have a baby with us no matter what. Wow. And I thought that was pretty gnarly. I had my headphones in. I was doing hypnosis, wasn't I? Yeah. Or we had it playing in the car. Yeah, we had it playing in the yeah, car. Yeah, I played it out loud. And then as we're driving, I was like, oh my gosh, Jerome shouldn't be listening to this. They say don't listen to it while you're driving. And I was like, he's not even paying attention. Yeah. Um, so that happened. So we're driving to the hospital. We get there maybe like 3.30, maybe. Yeah, about 3.30, 4 o'clock. You have to go into triage first. They check you, make sure... Um, Which sucks, they actually by the way. didn't check me to see how dilated I was because my water broke, and they're yeah. like, "Yeah, you're fine. Like, we don't need to check you." What's it called? Um, also, they say they were saying like your water broke, and every time we do, they were going to, and they said every time we do check, it's there's like, a higher risk of infection because your water broke. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like the consensus was that if that happens, doesn't labor move faster? So there's like they were acting like it was gonna happen, right, dude? Yeah. And it's like fuck, it never did. <laughs> Anyways. But it, when we were waiting in that triage place, um, it took like two hours almost. Yeah, we were sitting and it's in a, triage. It's a small room. Like it's, it's, it's like probably a, an hour. It it's felt like, like forever. You know what it, it's like the size of a bathroom with a bed in it. It's like a jail cell. Yeah, dude, it sucks. <laughs> but we were, we were there, like you were sitting down. It was finally Listen got to through. my hypnosis. Go ahead. My, my contractions were coming. Yeah. Like frequent. They were speeding up, I feel like. Which was cool. Um, 
And then they were like, okay, they admitted me. I requested a midwife instead mm-hmm. of an OBG. They ask you. They ask you very adamantly. Yeah. Like, do you want a doctor or a midwife? Yeah. Do you want an OBG or a midwife? There you go. And I said midwife. Um, and so I got my midwife. We went upstairs. We Which, got- by the way, can you explain the difference? Do you know it? Um, I believe, I mean, technically, um, an o- a midwife is trained to do all the things an OBGYN is trained to do except surgery, from okay. my understanding. Um, I could be a little off on that. But all, you know, the reason I chose a midwife is just the more natural approach. I wanted someone who really understood what I was going for and could hold space for that. Yeah. And just knew, you know, how to go along with that versus like an OBGYN who might come in and be you know, wanting me to have consistent heart monitoring on the baby and like looking at the graphs and the charts and all the things. And I just, you know, didn't want that. Um, so we got admitted. We went up to our late, our birthing room, I think is what they call it. Yeah. You walked there. Yeah. I walked there. You were still good enough to like walk. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. And then, um, I remember having like a contraction on the walk too. Oh Yeah. But um, but we got there and we we got set up. It took about an hour. Yeah, that part was really long. It was a little hard. One of the things that I didn't want was continuous um, heart monitoring on the baby for multiple reasons. But um, my nurse wasn't really on board with that. Yeah, it was a bit of a pushback. <laughs> yeah, when we asked for that, like they they were like even the doctor that was there, the midwife. Someone came in after and had to explain it to you. Well, it was the nurse. She she didn't <clears throat> seem super natural friendly. Like, she kind of wanted to... I almost feel like they're following protocol. Like, they're not just going to say no. Like, they have to be like, oh, let me check. They seem like yeah. she wanted to check. Well, she... They have either continuous heart monitoring, which is where you're stuck in bed, basically, or yeah. you can carry this big thing around. And they monitor the baby's heart at all times. Or they have this sticker thing where they just sticks on your stomach and it's wireless. So I could walk around, move around, be on my Which yoga still ball. Pretty uncomfortable. It was so yeah. uncomfortable. But she didn't like it because she says it's just a hassle. It's and she didn't want to do yeah. it. Yeah, it could like disconnect and make it seem like the baby's heart stopped. I don't know. Like that, that's like just, it loses connection, then you can't see what's happening. And that's, like they but it's all it. potential. It worked perfectly fine on me, by the yeah. way. Um, but she wasn't a fan of it. And so I said I wanted intermittent where I don't wear anything and they just check on the baby. I think it's like every, I'm totally, I'm not sure how long, but it's pretty frequent. Yeah. Like within 20 to 30 minutes or something. Um, and she didn't want to give that to me. So actually a midwife came in and explained to me, she was actually really kind. And she said, oh, you would be a perfect candidate for intermittent heart monitoring. This is why we may not do it like in general. Because they want to keep their eyes on the baby's heart, right? Yes. If, what if they miss something? Yeah. But at the same time, what often happens with continuous heart monitoring is they're monitoring everything, and it's it's normal for the baby's heart rate to speed up and to go down and to do all these things. And sometimes over-monitoring causes them to intervene where maybe it wasn't necessary. Mm-hmm. And that's what the midwife literally came in and told me. She was a lot kinder than the nurse. <laughs> I think the nurse was just checking her P's and Q's, just making yeah. sure. Like, no, I feel like she was just inconvenienced by me a little bit. Oh. Um, I'll give her the BOD. Yeah. But anyway, so we got all situated, and we gave them, like, our birth plan. We told them everything that we wanted. Um, we didn't do anything wild. I mean, we just told them we're doing hypnobirthing. Can you just don't offer me pain meds? Don't ask me what my pain level is. If I want medications, I will ask for them. Um, I'll be doing hypnobirthing. Can you just call them pressure waves? It just helps me mentally. Um, Which they did well. Yeah, they did yeah. amazing. Oh, they did amazing. Um, I think that's everything. Skin to skin, delayed cord clamping. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much it, right? Mm-hmm. So, 
yeah, what happened after that? So yeah, you got you got we got to the hospital. We were all checked in. You had that little scuffle or not scuffle, but like a little predicament with the, with the heart monitor. Finally, yeah. they figured it out. They put that wireless. We're all one settled. On you. They left. Finally, she gets all settled. They left. We I remember dimming the lights for you. Made yeah. it really nice. I put the candles out. Like we had battery operated candles. Had my Bluetooth speaker, which by the way was pretty cool throughout the whole fucking time. Amazing. Like even Amazing. after the birth. But anyways, I'll talk about that later. But, um, but that is how we set the tone. We had, mm-hmm. with Hypno Babies, they tell you to play that same binary beats yeah. meditation music out loud. So it sets the tone for any nurse or doctor or anyone who comes into the room. They kind of are like, oh, like they're hit with that wave of like calm. Yeah. The lights are super dim. The candles are on. Like all the things. So I got we, I got that set up. Serena was just laying down. Yeah. She was, dude, you were doing smooth. Like you were just kind of yeah. like breathing through them. You really didn't yeah. need Yeah, I was on my point. yoga ball and eating. On the yoga eating. ball. You could still move around a little bit. You yeah. were eating a little bit. I was, yeah, that was one cool thing with Alex. I didn't get to eat with this birth. Is like, yeah, I could eat. Yeah, you know, even all the, the nurses I felt were like telling you to eat. Yeah, they were like, you need energy, eat. Yeah. They, so one thing they did say is that they were... Like I heard one of the nurses, she goes, yeah, and then I came in and then I got assigned to you. They said you were doing a natural birth. And she's like, this is awesome because natural births, they pretty much like we basically request like, please just leave us alone to be until we need you. We'll call you. They come in and check every so often. But man, they like really left us alone. Dude, yeah, for a while. Like they didn't come in. Yeah. And then, um, let's see, we got all settled in, you were eating, you were mm-hmm. doing your thing, and then I remember at that point, our, we were like, where's the doula, when is she coming? Yeah. <laughs> but it was funny, she was texting us throughout the whole time, yeah. and then she was like, you should eat. Yeah. So then I was like, man, like, I was really hungry, and actually pretty tired, because we, we'd yeah. been up since 7, Yeah. but the night before that, we, we went to sleep till like 2 in the morning, which mm-hmm. was a mistake, and I think, which is what, like... It's because we were over it. It kind of, like, faulted us a little bit with yeah. our, like, our natural birth, or yours. Yeah. Or non-medicated, whatever you call it. I'm not trying non-medicated. To, trying to yeah. insult Because every birth is natural. Exactly. Um, but anyways, like I feel that mess with it a lot because we went yeah. to sleep really late the night before, which like you yeah. talk to people and you read things and all of them say, get a lot of sleep, get yeah. a lot of sleep, get a lot of sleep before your birth. I was so over it. I was like, yeah, let's just and say And now up. thinking mm-hmm. about that, I feel like that's the one thing that we yeah. didn't do that we could have done that could have changed just the way it went. Just going to bed early. Exactly. So a tip, if you guys really want to do that, like unmedicated natural. Dude, I think in general, it's just exhausting and... But I feel like the sleep was so important because even yeah. I was tired. And I was like, I can't imagine how you feel. But anyways, let me get to that. So I went to sleep really late the night before. So at that point, I was already tired. Like mm-hmm. I was pretty tired. I was in, it's like four o'clock we in the afternoon. In. It was late. It was like six. Six. Anyways. Yeah. So then she, she, our doula texted us. She's like, Jerome, make sure you eat something. I was like, you know what? She's right. So I door dashed Chick-fil-A. Yeah. My contractions were getting a lot more intense by then. Yeah. So I said, hey, I'm going to lay down in bed with the peanut ball between my legs, put my headphones in, listen to hypnosis. And luckily, I was able to... The hypnosis was working so well. I was laying in bed and having pretty pretty strong pressure waves, but they were... I was able to like even kind of fall asleep. I would wake up, but keep my eyes closed and do the hypnosis um, during the contraction. And then... I would like go back to sleep. Yeah. So it was, but I'm telling, that sounds ridiculous. You're like, okay, well, how, how were your contractions really? No, like they were pretty intense to the point where like, I remember you eating and then I, I was going to get to that. Yeah, go ahead. So it's funny. I was, I got my Chick-fil-A yeah. DoorDash. I walked out, grabbed it, came in. And when I came in, I saw Serena. I looked like you were sleeping. Yeah. And I remember asking, like, you're baby? I'm like, yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm going to eat. So mm-hmm. I'm sitting there eating my food. I pop in, like, my headphones. I start listening yeah. to Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm vibing, dude. I was like, yeah. dude, look at Serena just going through it. Like, we're probably almost there. Like, look at her. Dude. Like, this is th- that's what I thought. I yeah. was like, look at us, dude. Like, Same. wow, cool. And so... 
I'm eating my food, listening to my podcast, like I'm pretty calm. I finished eating and then like once I was done eating, that's when it was like like you turned a corner and it got just a step more intense. I must have dilated more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, after that was kind of like, that's when I was kind of saying, okay, when's a doula coming? Yeah. And I was texting her and then she happened to say, let me know when you guys want me to come. And I was like, well, I don't want you to come too early and like all the things. And so what happened was I think I waited a little bit. Jerome was really helping me. I was just breathing through them. Like the nurses and doctors or the nurses and midwives are coming in. And they're literally like kept saying like, wow, like you're doing so amazing and like all these things. It wasn't, it didn't feel like they were just saying that. Maybe yeah, they were, who knows? but they were just like, like they would come in and go, oh, like, can I stay in this room? It was just a different vibe. I feel like. Yeah. Lights off, music on. Yeah. All the on. things. And they would come really in and talk to me and then I would just, they would be one annoying thing that they do at the hospital is they talk to you in the middle of like a pressure wave. Yeah. And I'm like, but I would just shut my eyes and stop talking and they would be like, oh, and then they would all just stare at me while I have it and my (laughs) eyes would be closed. Uh, And then we would keep talking and then they would leave. But, um, so yeah, so that was happening. So then it was probably like eight o'clock and, uh, it was getting more intense. And that's when I told the doula like, okay, like I think I need you now. Like it's, I could tell that we're going to get to that part where I just need the emotional support. I can feel it getting stronger and stronger. And it's funny because it was the perfect time because it was to the point where I was running out of things to do or say to you. Like you were starting to get a little bit more like, uh, like. And Jerome was doing so good. I was trying my best. So good. You were, he was like, um, like rubbing my shoulders, timing the contractions, but then like telling me like to relax and breathe and like. Just super, like, telling me, like, I was strong enough or different things. Like, it was getting pretty intense there. Yeah, like, and it was to the point where you were, like, like, everything I tried didn't feel good. And literally, because you had already texted the doula to come, she, like, walked through the door. And I was like, oh, my God, thank God, because I was getting a little scared. Yeah, I think another hour, like, went by, right? Yeah, and it was funny. Like, it was literally, you were like, drum, none of that's working. And I was like, oh, fuck. And then she literally, like, walked right in. And I was like, oh, like, Walked right in. Yeah. Like it was like hero. 9 o'clock. Like a hero. <laughs> Rolled in with her suitcase. Yeah. And she came in, like, got all her shit set up. It's like Nanny McPhee or something. Um, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins, yeah. She came in, like, immediately, like, started checking on Serena, like, switched the position up. At this point, it's like 7, 7 8 p.m. Yeah. Probably like 8, 9-ish. No, it was 9. It was 9. There. Cool. Yeah. So it was like 9 p.m. And she, like, set Serena up in a position that I didn't think of, and it helped you immediately. Like, yeah. immediately, like, you're like, oh, cool. Like, we coasted there for, like, another yep. 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. It was weird, too. Like, every position that we moved you in lasted about an hour. Yeah. Which it's you really didn't cool. think it did. Like, you oh, felt it felt like, like 10, 20 minutes, right? maybe. I remember yeah. looking at the clock, and each time I looked at the clock, the hand had already moved a it's full crazy. fucking, like, circle, like, Drum full hour. would be like, babe, it's been another hour. And I'm like, no, Dude, man, seriously? It's like the doula came was 10. The doula, like, we switched your position at 11. We switched your position again at 12. We, like, dude, it was yeah. crazy how fast the time was going in each so, position. So, yeah, I mean, she came. She showed up at 9. She hung lights. Like, she had beautiful, these, like, really pretty yeah, lights she, she hung in the room, chance. affirmation cards. I mean, she pulls out like a bag of lights. tricks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she's doing all the things and you guys are really helping me through. I don't know what time it was. This is the part where I think like you're literally in and out of like a different it's consciousness. It's probably like around 11, 12, 1. I think it was like 11 when it started yeah. to get like really intense. And then like 12 is where what you guys like got me in the shower. Yeah. I think, yeah. Probably 12. Yeah. It was getting really, really intense up there. And we, we hadn't checked. We still didn't know how dilated I was. Like yeah, we they never kept looked. saying like we shouldn't check unless we have to. Blah, yeah. They're blah. like, it's not going to change anything. Let's basically they're saying like when it's time to push, like you're going to know. And exactly. like, that's it. Um, 
But it was around 12 or 12-ish or so when the, I heard one of the nurses say, I'm going to get everything ready for the baby. That was when uh, we got you in the shower and you're really going through it. Yeah. So, so I started having like a, a really... God, dude, it was like such a process. First of all, this is like midnight. You'd already done everything you could like standing outside with yeah. like the balls, the peanut So balls. yeah, we had done all the things. I mean, it had already been... You had a what? TENS unit on your back. Yeah. The like TENS unit was thing. amazing. We had that on since I my water broke. Yeah. But it had been since 7.30 in the morning through like midnight. Yeah. And they were, you know, of course, getting stronger and stronger and stronger. But, you know, I think I was getting to that point at midnight where I was like, like I was breaking. And they always say like that comes around the time you go into transition around seven centimeters. Yeah. You get to that point where you really want the meds and every, and almost everyone asks for them. Yeah. And... uh I was starting to be like, okay, like, is this going to happen soon? Like, it's midnight. Like, I remember thinking, how am I going to labor through the night and, like, not sleep and, like, keep going? That's what I was thinking because I was so fucking exhausted. Like, my eyes were, like, closing. Like, I don't even know why. I was probably emotionally exhausted, a little too excited. And you're also watching me go through it. And so, I mean, and you're doing all the things. Like, we're using, like, a... This cloth, the rebozo, hanging to on like I'm hanging on Jerome, like. But that's that's after pushing so my hips. So we get you. We finally get like everything off of you because you have that that. Well, baby so monitor. I got to that point where I was like, I, like I don't know, like man, like is he gonna come? And that's when she was like, well, let's get you in the shower because they yeah. say the shower is like the big ticket item. Like get get him or in the shower. Up. Yeah, get them in water so that it, it can push you through. Like, yeah. you can really get through it. It's, like, Something one of the best things. Something about the water, yeah. Yeah. Which, we finally get you in there. They have that monitor on you. They took uh-huh. it off. Yeah. You had a, what's the thing called right here? An IV. Uh, I had a, a block. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Saline block. Something like that, yeah. So, it's so Instead of an IV, because I didn't want case, to be restricted to the bed. Yeah, so just in case there was medical intervention needed, they could yeah. just stick it right in. Yeah. So she had that, so they're like, all right, well, let's set her up for that. That mm-hmm. took about 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. They wrap your hand, they, they took the thing off your they stomach. They really take that long? They it's, were taking it took a long. while, man. So then finally we get you, and then we like we just left you in your clothes. You walked in there, which was really hard for you. Yeah. There's a chair. You sat in the chair. We turned the water on. It was pretty mm. hot. And then just water's just like, I'm holding the thing right over your back. Drum's holding like the shower head. And it, so he's like, in the shower with me. It's like me. pretend. A good thing I didn't do shoulders the day before. Because okay. it's like holding a fucking side raise yeah. with a little two-pounder. I kept telling you more. Put it on my back more. Yeah. Dude, yeah. My, dude I was dying. Like my arm It had to be like 12, 30 like, oh my God. I was in the weirdest angle. And in my head, I kept wanting to say like, fuck, my arm hurts. And then I, I thought, of course I couldn't say that. Yeah. Because I'm like looking at you. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. But that's what I was thinking. Anyways. Yeah. So then um, we get you in there and you fell asleep. Bro. Yeah. So I, w- well, dude, it's so weird. I'm telling you, you're like in and out of different levels of like consciousness where you're giving, where you're going through labor. That That's literally how they explain it. And it's like, you're there and you have a contraction and you feel it. And then you're just like out of it, dude. And you're just like, so I'm just like breathing. And then, yeah, you like fall asleep. Dude, yeah. It feels like you fall asleep. And it, man, it looked like you were in pain. Like, yeah, it was pretty It's hard to describe. I feel like dads that seen their wives give labor to give to the point where they're like in pain. It's yeah. like, I feel like only they know, and like the nurses that work there, and the doctors, Once and the doulas and stuff, like the ones that know, like to see it all the yeah. time, and they're like numb to it. But like to a, a first timer seeing their wife in that kind of pain, I was like, damn, like that's intense. It's pretty intense. It, it was really intense, and I like I was best trying to describe it to my sister. I was like, dude, I, it's so hard to describe. Like to see someone like that in pain, I was like, I can't even imagine what it feels like. But yeah. it looks or it sounds like. 
and it, the way you make it feel like it looks like you're watching someone getting like stabbed in the stomach or something, bro. Like that's intense, <laughs> wow. right? Like an, that's an intense analogy, but I would yeah. imagine they would be acting the way you are. It is in like a you, way of pain, like yeah, just like I the think... faces and like the the what's it called? Just like the the begging for the pain to stop, almost, but in your face, but without yeah. saying it. Like that's like what it looks like. Like just that facial yeah, expression and the way say, you're moving and stuff. Yeah. No, definitely. I'm thinking about any moms who are listening to this who haven't had kids yet and we're scaring the crap out of them. Oh shit. But at the same time, <laughs> I would I will say like yeah, it, it is very intense, but in and this is going to sound so cheesy, but it is intense in like the most beautiful way ever like yeah, it, it is I, like a I truly was actually, transforming i was pain. saying it from a way that because you, but it's true you know a mistake that i feel like i made that i didn't talk about to you was i was thinking in my head i was like i didn't watch enough natural birth stories uh, yeah. because i told you i didn't like the way it looked like seeing the girls like it. and yeah. i should have done that more so i became more comfortable because they were it. in pain because when i was watching you in pain i was yeah. very uncomfortable honestly yeah. i didn't like it at all and yeah i was helping you and stuff and i was like this fucking sucks yeah like so like tip like if, if you're a first time mom videos. or yeah. first time dad watching the birth like watch the videos watch the positive ones because that probably would have helped me as well yeah so I two agree. things i've noted sleep a lot more and then and watch those those births so you know what to expect because yeah. i thought i did and then when i saw it in person it was two different things yeah yeah i felt like I, it was an, i thought about that i was like fuck it was a mistake not to yeah not to watch those birth stories like i should have yeah i watched a lot um so by that point we had well, I was in the shower, and then I was like, okay, it's not working anymore. How long was I in there for? At least an hour An hour, more. another hour, yeah. yeah. So and I was, then it wasn't working anymore, and I'm like, get me out of here. It was really hard to get out of there, and then they had to dry me off. They had to change my clothes. Like, it was a whole thing. Did going to the bathroom seem like it sucked? Going to the bathroom. Because having you, contractions on the toilet was really challenging. Yeah. People say, like, it's a good place, but it wasn't working for me this time. <laughs> uh, and so... Um, that was really challenging, but then by I that feel like point, our doula did a really good job of guiding you through the bathroom stuff because when you go amazing. to the bathroom, you were like, it was, it, was hard. it sucked for you, right? Yeah, it was, it was, like, it was it really worse. challenging. So then by that point, it's one third, one, yeah, no, it's probably one. Yeah. So I get out and I'm like, this is the point where I'm having a conversation in my head about, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I can't really do this bad. anymore. And I haven't said it yet. And there's nurses and midwives around and I'm waiting for them to leave. So, cause I want to talk to Jerome and my doula cause they know my birth plan. And I, I want to make sure I'm not just saying this. I want to make sure that. You know, because if a doctor or someone hears me, like, they're going to honor my wishes. And, like, I don't want that. You know, I want to make sure I think it through, like, yeah. even in this moment. And so it's about 1 o'clock, and I'm starting to shake my head. And I'm like, no. Like, I kept shaking my head saying I know. No. I felt like me. I don't know if I do that annoyed, but I got annoyed. I was like, stop shaking your head no. I was like, that's bad. In my head, I was thinking. I was in like, my head. No. My head. So for a long time, like, in the shower, I think I kept telling myself, like, you could fucking do this. Like, cussing. Like, like, it didn't feel like in a bad energy, but it just was like, you could do this. Like, if like you could do anything. Like, if you can do this, you can do anything. Like, you've done so much in your life. Like, you got this. Like, you could fucking do it. Yeah. And that was getting me through, literally, mentally. It, I'm telling you, it's very mental. Even though it's a very physical pain, your mind is so powerful. And it worked for a long time until I got out. And then we're trying to do this, like, standing pose. And I'm like, no. Yeah. Like, this is absolutely not working. But, oh, and then we I missed on the point where you were, like, the nurses said, like, oh, I'm going to bring all the stuff for the baby to come. When I was in the shower you were getting in the shower, out. Yeah. Because I was, and then when they said that, I was like, oh, shit. Like, we're like, must, oh, it's happening. I was like, they must know something we don't. Yeah. Like, and then when, when they said that, I got excited. I was like, yep. oh, my God. Like, she's going to do they it. They were heating up the baby's little bassinet area. Yeah. They were bringing, the like, that extra car. And yep. so I was like, oh, shit. Like, I wonder why they're bringing it. I was mm -hmm. like, okay, cool. Like, we're close. It's, it's gonna happen 
So that's when I was kind of at my breaking point. And I, I think that's when I mentioned to you guys, like, I don't know if I could do this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want the epidural. And then my doula did a really good job of trying, getting me to try other things. We had a, you know, a list of things that I wanted to do, try to do unmedicated. And, um, the only medicated thing that I said I was okay with was the gas. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's called. Uh, nitrogen? Yeah, like nitrogen. It's almost like, like funny gas. Yeah, I don't it's know just what it it's is. just in your head. It's like you use it at the dentist. Yeah. Um, and I said I was okay with that if I needed it. And so she was like, okay, well, you know, it was kind of like last resort. Like, you know yeah. what, Serena, let's go ahead and try the gas. It's like, like the least yeah. medical thing, but it's still literally, medical. but it's just in your nose and out your mouth. Like it doesn't go into your body deeply Excuse or me, anything yeah. like that. So I said, okay, let's do it. So they got me up on the bed and uh, I tried it. It didn't do anything. You said it just made you feel like <laughs> it you just were made high my or head something? feel high, but it didn't help with the contractions at all. Like yeah. in my body, it did nothing. Man, so and this I was is like, the what's point? the point? You were like swaying in bed. So this is the point. <laughs> I was moving the whole, for a long time, like moving my hips and my head and going in circles and doing a lot of movement, a lot of movement just intuitively. Um, through contractions and this is when I I started thinking like no I I really can't do it and uh, she said okay well how about we get checked that's what she said okay then it's time let's let's check and see how dilated you are because and then I knew in my mind if I'm at least at an eight I'll write it out I got this I could do this I needed that mental boost I needed to know we're almost there and that marker exactly and I was like Like okay then we're fine you're like that runner that just needs to see that checkpoint that's it I just need to know I just need something to encourage me and I'll be fine and so they're like okay so they came in and keep in mind like before they came in like dude I was so it was like this is like two in the morning yeah I was so fucking tired. Yeah, dude. it was about 2 a.m. And in my head, I was like, there's no way that you could be in this much pain and have that much energy to do the rest of the work. In my head, I'm like, I said, fuck, how, this is hard. How are you going to labor through dude, the night? Dude, I was so tired. And that's like another thing. That's why I was like, dude, I wish I slept more and I wish Serena slept more because she probably, she might have felt different right now. Because if mm. I was thinking, I was like, we're very much alike with our yeah, sleep and stuff. Yeah. So I was like, if I'm this tired, I was like, I can't imagine how tired Serena is. It's, it's a whole other world. Dude, right? So then I was yeah. like, fuck, like... In my head, I was I was felt like I was losing the, the battle, dude. I was <laughs> yeah. like, damn, we've done all this work. Like, I feel like we're losing. Well, like, we had done damn it, like Santiago. everything. Dude, I was like, come through, bro. Yeah. Like, let's go. So I get in the bed. I'm using the nitrogen. And then I, I don't even remember when, how she checked me, but. They, they, so they, they were like, you need to lay back down. They finally get you to lay down okay. with the gas. You get off the gas. Ooh, yeah. The doctor comes in and she's like, all right, let's, let's check you. They're really nice about it. Yeah. Like, I want to say like three or four nurses came in. I don't yeah. know why. Maybe because they thought you were going to push or exactly. something. Exactly. I think they thought it was almost time. Some, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. yeah. So then she comes in. It's like really quiet in the room. Like It's funny because intuitively everyone's thinking like we're almost there. Maybe the way you're like the way it seemed. Yeah. Like I was at that intense point. And then so they wait between like a contraction or something. Yeah. And she goes, all right, I'm going to check. It was so, I do remember that. I was so nervous. I was like, oh my God, what if they say it's time? And then so she's like, she checks and then she's like. I was six centimeters. Dude. And when she said that. I was probably coming up on seven. Like with, I feel like getting into that transition. You know what I mean? so close. That's why I probably hurt so much. It's like building up, building up, building up. It just, it just wasn't happening. And it was 2 a.m. And I was like, no, like. So I think I waited for them to leave before I talked to yeah, you and Gemma left, again. And they said that we could come back in like an hour or something yeah. to check you. And I literally looked at Gemma. I think I told you first. I said it to you. I don't know where Gemma was. And I was like, babe, I don't think I could do this. Yeah. And then it makes me emotional. <laughs> I think I was like really nervous to let Jerome down. Like I was like, I don't want to like... 
it was it's such a weird feeling. Like I was like, I don't want to give up, right? Like I'm like, man, Jerome, I'm like crying. <laughs> on the crying. Um, I just, had a camera for this, one. right? I just kept thinking, like Jerome, like it's always like you're so strong, you can do this, and I was like, I can't do it anymore. I think I think like I knew like okay, Santiago is already four days past due. This whole pregnancy has been really rough. Like if it's any like pattern. He's not coming. Like, he's yeah. not ready. He's coming late. He's, you know, he's just, he, he's not ready. Yeah. And I was like, I don't, I don't believe that he will come in the next hour or two. I don't, I don't think I'm going to get there that quickly. And I think I just trusted myself there. Yeah. And I told you, and I don't remember what you said. Remember I told you, I said, don't you want to feel? Yeah. That was like my last thing to you. Because yeah. I knew that's what you wanted the most. Yeah. I wanted my unmedicated birth because I wanted to feel, they say like when you have unmedicated, it's like a different rush of emotions and hormones. When you give birth when to the baby. When you give birth to the baby. Yeah. They say it feels different. It's unmedicated. The healing process is so much faster. Like all of these benefits. And so I, I wanted to experience that. And I remember I looked at Jerome and I was just like... I will still get to experience that. We're still going to do skin to skin, which I didn't have with Alex. I'm still going to have him. I'm still going to feel like I'll still experience that. It's fine. And I don't think you said anything after that. Neither. I felt like there's nothing to say. Because yeah. then that's when you told our doula and she said, well, she was like, she asked you that question. She like, said, she had already like deflected me a couple times, changed positions, really did her job of getting, of, um, uh, what is it distracting me? She, she had, had a good job. You, the pain that you were in, she had bought you already a couple hours, like 11, 12, one, two, like four or five Dude. hours or more. So then she said, she asked me, she goes, it's not a question of, cause I told her, I don't think I want to do this anymore. And she said, it's not a question of, do you want to do it? Because no, she said, it's not a question of, can you do it? Because we know you can, it's a question of, do you want to? And she had told me during our previous meetings, there's a difference between being in pain and suffering. And when we cross that line, it's very important that we're all in tune and we know when you're suffering and you're not just in pain anymore. Exactly. And I, I think I was right there. I was crossing that line where it's like I was starting to suffer. Like I was like, he's not coming. My mind was falling apart. The hypnosis like I just wasn't in it anymore and yeah my, she kept telling you she's like put put one hypnosis on see if it helps and you're like I don't want it I, I was done yeah, yeah I think I think physically like my body I was no longer able to calm myself I was just clenching and I was like jumping out of my body that was a, yeah it was yeah that was the point where you were doing really well and the contractions came to yeah. stay calm there was a point where you wouldn't like you yeah. were the contractions right then, were coming I was done and you were contracting, like you yeah. were so tense. Like you were grabbing, really you were gripping, hard. your hands were like squeezing. Like <sighs> yeah. the pain you were in, like you were like moving. Like, like you were getting like an exorcism. That's what you said. Yeah, that's the kind of pain you were We're going to have to put a disclaimer on this podcast episode <laughs> oh, for what? new moms. Oh. Um, but it's funny because I can laugh at it now, but it is. It's a very intense pain. And I do remember that with Alex when I was pushing. Like that yeah. was how it felt. Yeah. Um, I think one of the things I always wanted to tell you before was like, I don't know if this is true or not because I'm not a mom that's given birth. Yeah. But I was thinking in my head the whole time, like, I wanted Serena to know, like, no matter what she does with, like, hypnosis and her brain, like, there's going to be pain. You can't escape the pain. Yeah. It's like... Well, see, some people say, like, oh, pain-free birth, yeah. especially with hypnosis. I I think everyone has a different birthing experience, and I do believe that people have that experience. No, okay. um, but then there's also a lot of education that I read and believe in where they're like, 
pain is just purely involved in yeah that's and like, i really believe i don't that. want to compare it to anything but yeah. just imagine running a full marathon like yeah. you're not gonna run those fucking all those 50 miles yeah. or whatever the fuck or an ultra and marathon and not have any pain like yeah. yeah you're gonna get fucking tired and your legs are gonna yeah. hurt all this shit like of course there's gonna be pain yeah. there's pain in everything yeah that's the beauty of it yeah but that, that's i wanted you to understand that more so that when you did feel the pain you wouldn't give up but yeah. i was like i'm in no place but to then it also passes pain exactly and i think that's where i got to where i was like i'm not just in pain anymore like this is like misery like yeah. this is really bad and and i think it was just after i got checked like we were hoping it would be something positive and encouraging and it wasn't and i think intuitively i just made that call i was like Guys, he's not coming. Like, Damn, it's almost I, like you shouldn't have got checked. Like, maybe you should have waited. Maybe, but I'm glad I did because I didn't give birth. Let's see, that was 2 o'clock, and I didn't give end up giving birth until 4 p.m. or 3.52 p.m. that day. Yeah. So it was, out, like, almost 12, 13 Keep hours mind, labor. Does, doesn't the, the drugs slow down the labor process? Not necessarily. Not a so or our doula said, maybe if I – well, okay, so anyways, to keep going – he definitely wasn't coming, and so I'm glad that I made that call. I asked for the epidural, and it took an eternity for them to get in there and give me the epidural, um, which I think I had, like, almost 10 more contractions oh, by that point. Oh, before that, I just want to interject and say I was not disappointed in Serena because <laughs> I had seen the effort, and it got to the point where that's why I say I wasn't really comfortable with seeing it Yeah. to the point where you did ask for it, and I was like, okay, let's do it, like... Like, I'm over yeah. it, too. Like, fuck this. Like, we've tried this for 10 hours. More, yeah. Like, we worked fucking hard. Like, we, we did the, we did yeah. what you set out to do, and it just didn't go that way. Like, yeah. like fuck it all. Like, it felt like, I kept telling, I think I told my sister, I was like, it felt like. It was 19 hours. It felt like when, you, when you're when you trying to win that game, and you're the underdog, and then you get so close, and it's like a moral victory. Like, you didn't win the game, but you, yeah. you put up that fight. And yeah. they're like, good job. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's what it felt yeah. like. It's like, fuck, this sucks. Like, we didn't yeah. get to do it, but. Like, we, we went out there and set out to what we did. Yeah. Like, we didn't quit on I ourselves. I labored for, like, it was, like, 17 to 19 hours. Yeah. And, I mean, I think for me it was just I, I had to prove to myself that I tried absolutely everything. Exactly, and yeah. I think the shower was the second to last. The nitrogen was the last. And after that, I told my, even in that much pain, I told myself, you have to do those last two things. And it was like, a noise. Your contractions were like, boom, boom. They like were back, after, to back, minute, back, back to back, back to back, back to back. just like the highest pain. Like, so boom, that's boom. also, we kept saying like, oh, we know based off the contraction patterns, what phase you're in. Yeah. And so it was all off. Like, like my contractions were like a minute apart and I was only six centimeters. Just cruising on those. Yeah. It was crazy. And so, um... And so, yeah, so I think when I got checked, it just mentally tore me down. And I was like, look, guys, he's not coming. Like, I'm making the call. So they did get me that. I did get the epidural. Um, I felt really good about it. I think everyone double-checked with me, like, after and was like, you know, are you okay? And da-da-da, and, like, mentally. And I was like, I feel amazing about getting the epidural. And I mean that because I did I did what I wanted. Like, I yeah, did get to experience the labor. I did, I did, um... I did everything I said I was going to do, and I'm okay with surrendering to, like, how this has to unfold. Like, Santiago just, like, he wasn't coming, dude, and, like, that's okay. And I think that was another thing, like, in my head, I was like, man, I know, like, I know you can do this. And I was like, yeah. if there was a way, this, there's no way to do this. I was like, if there was a way for someone to come in there with the magical wand and say, hey, your baby's coming at 4 a.m. today. Yeah. Like, we it know it for a fact. Game. You'd be like, okay, we yeah. could do that. Like, fuck it, work me through these next three hours. Dude, but, he, but the fact that it was 2 a.m. and he came at almost 4 p.m. <laughs> no, but I was going to say, but the fact that we, like, it was so unknown. Yeah. 
And like it was you going know, very slow. And you didn't know like when it was gonna happen. And he came late. I was like, there's no way. You were like, like, we've done it all. Like, let's yeah. let's call it in. So I got my epidural and from there. I mean, I was we were, you know, talking. Was, Oof, dude, once you got the epidural, like my body just shut down. I was like, oh, yeah. she does not need me anymore. Like I had the doula. Guys, I can't stress enough having a doula if if it's within your means, if you can find someone. They have like them in training, I think I read that. Mm-hmm. Where you can get them, like, for free or extremely low cost. But just, she, I don't know what we would have did without her. Like, yeah, she was amazing. Gemma. Yeah, she You're was. You're in the Northern California, Greater Like, Sacramento, Sacramento area. area. Yeah. yeah, message us. I can give you her information. But she's amazing. Like, changed the game. I told her, like, literally helped me. Dude, even, like, pre, like, yeah. those pre-birthing, like, yeah. little meetings. videos we did. Yeah, meetings. Because uh, co- COVID. Yeah. So we did prenatal meetings online. She does them in person, I guess. Normally. Normally. Um, she had asked about, like, the epidural questions and all yeah. the things. Like She knew everything. Yeah, so she was ready, dude. And it's so cool. And then when she came, she, like, walked the walk, dude, and yeah. talked the talk. Like, she, she really was doing did. everything. Like, man, it was amazing. everything. I don't know what I would have did because she got me through hours more further. And she supported you, too. And, like, she was there and she would talk to Jerome and, like, talk to the nurses and like if I needed the doctor she would pick up the phone and call for me Dude, yeah so I didn't have to call or me or Jerome oh, yeah. yeah like and that sounds so simple but it's a big deal she just she knows the hospital she gives she's there for a lot of births she knows her way around she knows like things that you wouldn't know like oh you can get this or ask for that or where's this yoga ball or peanut ball or oh they have extra pillows here just like all the things like she just knew Things that you would never know that just make your life and experience so much easier. Exactly. It was amazing. Um, so highly recommend. And then I guess from there, like, to kind of bring it, you know, to a close is just, uh, you know, I got the epidural. It was about 3 a.m. Yeah, can I just say the shift in the energy on Serena when she got the epidural went from, like, being stabbed in the stomach <laughs> okay. to, like, making a joke. Like, yeah, I was just talking. And just, like, extremely calm. I started trying to distract myself by talking about, like, all the things I look forward to after being pregnant. Yeah, and it's, like... And traveling and stuff. But she was, like, n- no pain. Yeah. Which is crazy. And you were amazing. worried because the first time you did give birth, you did get one. And that was a hard. really big deal for me. So, the, with Alex, when I got the epidural, I got it at four centimeters dilated, and it only worked on one side of my body. So, when I gave birth, I very much felt it. And um, it was not a good epidural. So I told the anesthesiologist that this time, and when he gave it to me, he like, you know, put it in my spine, and then he said, okay, well, uh, you're going to feel a shock on one side of your body. And he's like, what side is it? And I said, my left side. And he goes, okay, cool. He goes, that means it would have normally took to my left side more than my right. He goes, I'm going to give you more on your right side. He balanced it out. It was a very interesting experience, and then it took forever. I had like four more contractions <laughs> until it kicked in. It took forever. But it did. But and it just did. like the the shift in the room changed, like not yeah. our not our like lights or like how we had everything. We set kept up. everything. We kept the hypnosis on, yeah, the candles, the, the lights down, the the can you know everything was on. But uh, the vibe just, was the same. Just you, like you changed yeah. so much, and it was just like when it was like me and Adula working yeah. to just like I could sit back Rest. and not do a damn thing, and you it's were absolutely crazy. fine. Yes, yeah, night and day. Yeah, so you got that. It's like four Jerome took the, a nap. It's like four or three in the morning. We all got a little bit of sleep. I slept a little. I tried my best to sleep. Yeah. The doula just slept in a chair. It was Dude, wild. crazy, man. We, I slept. I was still then working through my fear of the epidural not working. And yeah. I was like, what's it going to feel like when I give birth? I think if this could be very helpful to people. I was like, am I going to feel the pain? Like when I had Alex, I felt the pain. Is it, she, she just, my doula kept saying, it's just going to be pressure. Like you're just going to feel some pressure. 
it's totally fine. You should, you know, be able to feel like you don't want it to be too strong. And I was like, but I can move my legs. Like with, with Alex, I couldn't really move my legs. And mm-hmm. I was like, but I can move my legs. Look, I can wiggle my toes. Like she was like, that's good. You're going to have a good experience. You want to be able to somewhat move so you can feel the urge to push. Like some people are too medicated. They can't feel the urge to push. It's not good. Yeah. And they're like too drugged out. And that's what interrupts your experience. The experience I was looking for when you have the baby, if you have too many drugs, you're kind of not there. And it does affect the baby. Yeah. And like all these things. And so... I was like, okay, so we're doing the, um, we're sleeping. I'm really scared. I mean, I even like had like a, a couple pains, like twinges in my back in the morning and the morning hours later where I called in the anesthesiologist, which luckily the doula did for me. Cause yeah. I told her, I was like, Gemma, I have these, like, I just had these like clicking no feelings Pain, in my back. Yeah. You're like freaking out about everything. You sound like me for a minute. Yeah. You're like very hypochondriac. Really everything scared. everything that you felt you were like, reacting to, like, does that mean I'm going to like feel But what this was so great this? about her is like, I was like, I, you know, she's like, okay, well, let's call the nurse and ask. The nurse was like, oh, that's a little weird. Just let me know if it happens again. Okay. And so the nurse walks out, it happens again. And then she, so Gemma was like, okay. And I was like, you know, this is scaring me. Like, what if it's wearing off? What if it's not working? Like, and she was like, well, how about this? Would it make you feel better to just ask an an- the anesthesiologist versus a nurse? And I was yeah. like, yes. <laughs> it's funny. Or doing nothing can inconvenience her to reach out. And no. Just, like, she she like, always says, ask. she's like, just ask. <laughs> like, if it, she goes, think about what your experience is going to be in fear if you don't yeah, ask. I wonder if it's because, like, a hospital, maybe people feel intimidated, or maybe I'm just not as loud. You, and you don't want to, like, inconvenience yeah, them. You, you like don't want to ask silly questions. It's Which, just I mean, how we are. It sounds so stupid. So she called the nurse and said, Serena would like to ask the anesthesiologist a question. And they sent an anesthesiologist down and he also didn't know why I'd be feeling that. But he was like, he looked at everything and he was like, but everything's like fine. Yeah. Like everything checks out. And so we're like, okay, cool. And that's all I needed to hear. They're like, Serena, you're high. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. And then I was still really scared. And I was just like, I don't get how it's going to feel, yeah. all the stuff. So my doula said... I had a fear hypnosis for birthing, and she said, go ahead and put your hypnosis on. So I listened to um, my fear uh, my fear clearing hypnosis, mm-hmm. along with, like, two other hypnosis. Even while I had the epidural, that dramatically changed my experience. So it still helped, Because mentally, I was still struggling. And uh, It's like the pain was gone, but now you're scared to push the baby out. I was so scared to push the baby out. Yeah. I had birth trauma, literally. Like, yeah. it was emotional birth trauma. And so I listened to those hypnosis. And then by the time I woke up, it was about 10 o'clock in, in the morning. And I said, okay, because they kept saying, call, you know, call us when you want us to check you again. Yeah. But I wasn't doing it. And uh, they said, or I'll just get the urge to push. And so it was about 10 o'clock, and I woke up. But I, you know, stopped doing the hypnosis and I was like, okay. They kept saying a couple more hours, a couple yeah. more hours. Dude, every time, a couple more hours would pass. A couple more hours was Dude. like 7 a.m., 9 a.m., 10 a.m., 11 a.m. So finally, it was about 10. I sat there for 30 minutes because I kept saying, I think I'm almost ready. I think I'm almost yeah. ready to have them check me again to see how dilated I am. I called them in at 10.30. The hypnosis worked. It, it did its job like mentally. I was like, okay, I could do this. Let's do it now. I've had it. I've slept. I've listened to my hypnosis, like everything, like I, my body and my mind are ready. Let's do it now. Yeah. Called them in. What I was like seven centimeters, eight centimeters. I was mm-hmm. like eight centimeters. Eight. Dude, yeah. it was already like 11 a.m. It had been 
nine more hours since that first time I got checked and I was at six centimeters. And I was like, thank God I got the epidural because I would have been dying right now. Dude, yeah. If it went that long, yeah. Yeah. And so that's when our doula said, well, if you didn't get the epidural, maybe you would have given birth sooner only because of gravity. I would have been moving my body and I would have been up versus epidural. You're in the bed. But they did a lot of poses on me, spinning babies and like butterfly and like all these things where I was, I was not just laying on my back in the bed. I actually hated being on my back in the yeah, bed. Yeah. Every time you got on your back, you're like, ah. Yeah. I hated it. So they did me, put me on my sides. They, um, 222 PM. It's my numbers. June, June 20th, 2021. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyways, so they were doing all the things for me and, um, just trying to get me to dilate more. So... Anyways, fast forward a couple hours, our last shebang here, I'm sleeping and they're just like, it's getting to a point. Oh, they had to give me Pitocin. Yeah. We skipped that. They, they said they came in and they were like, okay, so your contraction slowed down. Um, they said they didn't know why. They didn't know why, but the baby was still healthy and heartbeat strong. Everything was fine. But for some reason, my contraction slowed down and they were like, you're dilating more, but we... We can't, you literally cannot give birth if your contractions aren't um, close enough because I won't have that urge to push. It's going to cause a delay when I'm pushing. Yeah. So they're like, we're going to give you a little bit of Pitocin if you're okay with that. So then I'm crying because in my mind, I'm like, great, another drug. Also, then I'm like, oh, crap, once they give me Pitocin, it's actually going to happen. So I'm scared to push. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then there's another part of me that's like, and if the Pitocin doesn't work, does that mean I'm getting a C-section? Like, what happens then? Yeah. So I'm crying, and they're, like, comforting me, and they're amazing, and it was great. And uh, we got the Pitocin, and they started very slowly. They barely gave me any. Slowly yeah. increased it. And we got the contractions as close. They actually weren't that close when I was pushing. Did you notice that? It was long pauses in between. Um, but anyways, we got the... It worked. It, it did its job. And the last maybe part... Were. Maybe they were, and we were just like... Waiting forever. Waiting. Like. Well, the last thing that happened was I had what you would call an interior lip or something. So basically just like when you're dilated, you have to be a 10. But I had a little bit, like a little piece of skin, like a, they call it a lip that like needed to be moved out of the way. And the baby literally needed to do that with his head and it wasn't happening. So I took a nap and then the nurse came in with a game plan. She's like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to put her in this pose in her bed and they're like moving my body. And my doula was like, wait, no, I have this from my book, Spinning Babies. Um, let's do this. And the nurse was like, that's a way better plan. Let's do that. And so they did what my doula said. And literally within, I don't know how long the time was, but maybe a couple hours. I think it was one hour. Yeah, in those, in those it was like, poses. Might have been one and a half. Like it was like 30 minutes on one side, 30 minutes on the other. Check. Yeah. They came in and checked me, and it worked. And I, I was also like, oh, I have the urge to push now. Like, I'm feeling pressure. They came in super, like, mild-mannered. Like, all right, we're going to check the very last time. It was, like, t- what, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. What time was he born? It was later, but two. he was born at 3.52. Oh, sorry. It was, like, it was like 3. It's like, 3. I'm so off on time. Yeah. So they came in, like, super nonchalant. Said, oh, A lot of nurses look. came in, let's look. And then that's when they were like, I think right. they knew. Yeah. They were like, let's practice push. Yeah, they literally said, let's, let's have you push one time and just see what happens. So it didn't seem intimidating. It also mentally, it's almost like, did, did Gemma tell them I was scared to push? Did they know? I don't know. Because literally it's like they knew and they're like, let's just give me like a practice push. We just want to like see where you're at. And I was like, oh, okay. Do you do like the, there's like different ways to push apparently? Which so they asked, you do? I laid on my side. I did a squat lying on my right side. Yeah. So I was squatting like with my legs in the air, I guess, yeah. like to the side. 
um, which was super cool. I could feel my legs and everything. Um, and I pushed, we practiced for like 10 minutes. I pushed for 10 minutes. They really made it seem like no big deal. And it didn't hurt at all. Like epidural work like a dream. And the baby, he came out. What was so cool is as he was coming out, she goes, do you want to touch, touch him? Yeah. And I go, can I? And I reached my hand down and I felt his like chubby cheek, which is like my favorite memory ever. And he came out and just a couple pushes, yeah, like literally like super fast. He came out and they put him on my chest and I just started bawling, like sobbing. And then Jerome's like crying. Dude. Abdullah starts crying. <laughs> She's like, I never cry at births. And uh, it's so funny because yeah. even before that, like I seen him grabbing everything, and I was like, "Oh my god, is this gonna happen?" Like it, I was like, "Is this really practice pushing? Yeah. Or, like, are we gonna do this fucking thing?" Like, and I was positioned like from the dad's perspective. Like, You're standing I was, by my head. I was right next to Serena's like shoulder. Like I'm. You're on like her wiping me with a wet cloth. Yeah, like I was wiping her with a wet cloth, like right next to her on my shoulder, and I remember being super nervous. Like I was shaking. I was so yeah. nervous for her. <laughs> Of course, like all the Hollywood bullshit that you see on TV yeah. and stuff. I'm like, oh my god, we're gonna have. This I was baby. listening to hypnosis as I pushed him out and background. doing deep awe breaths. Yeah, um, J breathing, I think it's called, and literally just just trusting my body to go with it. I could still feel the contractions, the pressure of a contraction. So they they were like, yeah, you know your body, like when you have a contraction, push. So like that's how good my epidural was, that like I wasn't in pain, but I could feel the pressure of a contraction. I could move my legs and it didn't hurt. And um, he came out and like they put him on my chest. I didn't have skin to skin with Alex. So it was, it was an inc- a way different experience. It's so incredible. And like they put them on your chest and you're just like sobbing and it's just like a whole emotional. I had exactly what I wanted, that exact moment. And uh, it was so cool. I didn't even look at Jerome for a really long time. No, but I was sorry. Um, yeah. Just finished my perspective. So I see them. I forgot the last thing I said. But I see them, so you're about to push, and I'm like, man, is this the real deal? Mm-hmm. And then I see the doctor have gloves, and then, like, they, she put something on them, or, like, they give her, like, some special, like, mm. gel or some mm. shit. I don't know what it was. Yeah. So for, like, a doctor listens to this, they're like, it's this. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. I seen them, like, do it. And I was like, oh, fuck, like, it's really happening. And, like, you could see, like, all the nurses trying to be, like, I was saying, it's like when you're trying to wrap a present in front of your family. Quietly. But you're like, I'm going to go upstairs really fast to get the gifts or to, like, to go <laughs> yeah. do something. But you know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. So the nurses were in the doctors. It's like when this morning I was like, I need to go downstairs and do something. Exactly. As I hung your For Father's, Father's Day, Day. <laughs> sign. <laughs> so, like, the midwife and the nurses were, like, doing that. And they were getting, like, everything ready. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck, it's really happening. Yeah. And then I looked over at our duel and she, like, looks at me and, like, gives me a thumbs up with, like, a big smile. Dude, I didn't notice any of that. They were tricking me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. they're being very inconspicuous about very it. Calm, very calm. Yeah, chill, super chill. Yeah. Like just working in the backgrounds. It's like, what's going on? Like, it's just happening, but they weren't freaking me out. Yeah, it was just pretty cool. And when she did that, I was like, oh my god. And then that's when they you like push one more time and they told you to touch the baby. I can't believe he was there. And I remember like I kind of went like like to lean over like. Lean over towards more towards your legs. To see. I looked a little bit and then I came back. I didn't look, guys. I know I'm a big baby, but the whole time I was thinking, I can look and it could be like whatever to me. Or if you know me, I have like pretty bad like anxiety with like yeah, blood and you'll stuff. Yeah, think something's wrong. I might think something's wrong and I might get like a really fast yeah. heartbeat and like maybe get lightheaded yeah. and possibly faint. And I was <laughs> in my head, I was like, if I do do that, I'm going to miss the birth of my yeah. son and I'd be pretty upset and I don't want to scare <laughs> Serena and like her poor doula, she'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to just stop and I went back to where I was next to your shoulder. Yeah. And then and then that's when you did the, the final push and they were like, 
He came out. He came out and they put him on your chest. And then that's when you like sort of started to sob. And then yeah. so it was like your sob, like like of like relief and happiness yeah. and love. Like, man, it's so cool. And it, it made really me cry. Cool. And I was like, dude, I can't help it, dude. Yeah. Like it was such an overwhelming feeling. Like, oh my God, we did it. Like it was amazing. Like finally, like it's happening. And it was like, it was the best thing ever, right? It was literally like at the that best point, experience. that was like pure bliss. Like we yeah. were both like, ah. Mm-hmm. It was like the coolest feeling ever. In my head, yeah. I kept thinking that's so fucking cool. Like yeah. I've never done anything like this. Like, that was fucking... <laughs> literally. Like, that was fucking incredible yeah. or seen anything it like this. I didn't do a damn thing. Right? Uh, well, even, like, pushing out the placenta after, like, with Alex, they had a really hard time. They're, like, pushing on my stomach and all the things, and it wouldn't come bro, out and all this stuff. you birth, bro? And, uh, <laughs> and this time, she was like, okay, I'm going to have you push one time. Push. Placenta came right out. And I was like, really? That's it? Like, what? Yeah. So it was just all They the told things. you too, like, yeah. you might feel a little discomfort here. And like, it was totally fine. And they did, like, all the things to yeah. you. And you had Alex on your chest, which was super Santi. cool. Santi. <laughs> on your chest, which was super cool. And, like, we were both just super because happy. Because he was on our chest, it's so distracting. And, yeah, you don't I remember even the whole care. time. It's like, you don't even know what's happening. I just, I was, like, looking at you yeah. and the baby, and you're so happy. Everything was perfect, literally. Like, everything was incredible. And I think that's it. I think, you know, just, like, beyond that, the, um, the aftercare of having an epidural sucks. Like you can't yeah. walk, you can't use the bathroom. They had to put a catheter, like all these things. Yikes. And yeah, you know, yeah. it's a lot like a the healing more, from yeah. that. But so that was kind of disappointing. But beyond that, like when we had our final appointment with our doula, she came to our house and she's like, so how would you say your birth experience was? And I was like, it was amazing. Like it was incredible. It was everything it was cool, I wanted. Yeah. I have zero disappointment about getting the epidural. I think it was the perfect example of like me being able to surrender, which is amazing that I was able to. Yeah. Um, it was fine. Like it was, it was incredible. It's everything I could have asked for. And I'm glad that I made the decision to get the epidural. I have no regrets. I think I just had to trust my body and like, I'm happy I didn't cling on to my plan because in my eyes, my plan wasn't working and that's okay. And I'm glad that I went as far as I did. It makes me really happy that I tried and that I got so far. Yeah. I felt really, I did everything I said I was. And I think all that's all that matters is like, I genuinely, like I didn't just give up and be like, Oh, we saw 20 things in our plan. No, no, no. I did all everything and I felt really good about it. So I don't know, like that's our birth story in a nutshell to kind of sum it up, right? Yeah. Um, we could do maybe another podcast episode on postpartum. It's a lot, but you know, it's been like an hour already. So yeah, I mean a lot of people have asked for the birth story and like that was pretty much there it, you yeah. go. <laughs> Any final final notes on that? <sighs> no, I think uh I'm glad they wanted to keep me in the hospital for seventy two hours because I had my water broken for so long and the risk of infection. Another example of advocating for yourself. I told them, you know, they checked me and baby for we 24 like hours. To get home. I really wanted to come home. Everything was checking out. And because we asked and we pushed for it, they let us come home. Yeah. And we we're healthy and fine. Like everything, they did so their test. So good. Yeah. I mean, it's been two weeks now. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, enter my anxiety so far, so good. If there was a red flag, they would have kept us. And that's also totally fine. But yeah. I just mean, like, the nurses, it really is the process of giving birth in a hospital and just in general is, is advocating for yourself and like asking for what you want. Don't just go with the flow, like educate yourself, know all your options. Like when I came in and said, I don't want an IV, I want a saline block. That's what it's called. You know, I don't want continuous fetal heart monitoring. I want intermittent. I want this, all these things. It's not, there's something wrong with that. And disclaimer, do that at your own research and yeah that's what i'm saying know your body know what's okay for you your health risks all the things it's all but up to you 
But just know that, like, you don't have to just do things the way they always are done or how yeah. they seem to be done. And it could just, it, your experience could literally be whatever you want it to be. And it's really beautiful. Very customizable. Yeah, which you would have no idea. Yeah. And I've had both experiences now, and I'm I'm super happy. And uh, I don't know. I don't I don't know that we'll have another experience. <laughs> <laughs> another baby. So I think we that's got our it. Hands full right now. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to that birth story. It's uh, we'll put a little disclaimer for for new parents, but it's just honest and raw, and like not not a filter, and it's perfect timing because the baby's waking up. Yeah. But uh. If you have any questions or comments, like message me on Instagram at Aligned with Serena. I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear your birth stories. I've had people message me after the fact and say they've had peaceful, natural hypnobirthing births. And I'm like, that's beautiful and amazing. And I just love it. We're still very much in the newborn bliss. And so I'm still all in the birthing and postpartum and fourth trimester stuff. So we'll record another episode next on like, I think postpartum and mental health is something I'd like to talk about and things like that. So that's the theme of the podcast in this season of our lives. But yeah. if there's anything else you guys want to hear about, um, let us know. Shout out to all the dads. Happy Father's Day. Seriously. Happy Father's Day. I seen a post on Instagram that I shared and it was like, you know, fathers that are there right by our sides, they're reborn as well during birth. And mm-hmm. I really thought that was powerful. I was born again. It's true. Well, you're, you're just different after that experience. It yeah, is. It's, it's different, gnarly, right? Yeah. Um, all right, you guys. I guess we'll catch you in the next episode. I'm sorry, I was gonna say we didn't talk about when we came home and showed him the Alex and all the things. We'll do that, and then oh, it's too much. <laughs> yeah, we'll, this has been long. Let's just say Alex cried. Yeah, super. Cool. In a beautiful, proud way. But we'll record another podcast episode soon. We have so much to share. So if there's anything you want to hear, let us know. Catch you in the next episode. Peace. See you later.